This is In the Know for Monday, August 1-4, the 226th day of 2023. There are 139 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. Our picture is Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, day number six of Where's Quacky? Your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today. You're on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to see you. Uh, dreary day today, yes. so a little harder to get going and a little, yes. yeah, uh, but. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> if you need a quick energy boost, okay. go stand in front of a fan. Research reveals that the sensation of air blowing towards you boosts mental energy. Okay. Well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go, ah, and make the noise. Exactly. I was about to ask you, please do that for me because talking into a fan, there's a, that, that's the most fun part. Right. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm looking. I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. I'm looking to see if you have any new tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? New tattoos? No. Thought maybe you had a, a Papa Bear tattoo. I saw you were uh, wearing your Papa Bear shirt. Yeah. On just, uh, Papa Bear just, and the Loved In shirt on Saturday. I, had, I mean, when Stefan was here a couple of years ago, he brought it. I thought and, maybe uh, you got him to like tattoo no, your no. arm, your bicep. No, no, we're not. We're not quite at that point yet. Okay. Well, um, you all had a nice conversation, I presume. Yes, it was good. We got to talk about the famous brisket uh, that yeah. was made. The brisket's legendary. And yeah. uh, I, I, one of these days, maybe we'll get to try it. Maybe. Keep dropping enough hints. Maybe we'll get some. Uh, by the way, if you need an energy boost, some of it will come as a result of watching your favorite football team. Did your favorite football team win on Friday? The Bengals the, the did Coug- play. The Cougars won. The Cougars won. Did the Bengals uh, win? Th- I mean, it's preseason. It, they did not win, but okay. it's a, I, it doesn't nobody, matter. But I didn't know one the person that matters played, really, as far as a starter. So gotcha. it's, it means, and the Packers started all of their starters. So a study matter. by um, The Ohio State University, whatever, has found that fans experience a boost in self esteem after watching their team win a big game. More specifically, researchers found that football fans enjoyed improved self-esteem following a team victory for at least two full days afterward. Yeah, it's not, that's you buy not the two days. Yeah, and then the opposite can easily happen as well. Yes, yes, the opposite can happen without a doubt. Okay, uh, heavy rain is possible um, throughout the day. And we'll see some gusty winds possible with uh, some of the possible storms we may get later on in the day. It's going to be cooler and even cooler tomorrow. Uh, we'll see heavy rain and thunderstorms today, a high of 84. We're going to see evening storms and clearing clouds tonight, a low of 65. 
And then partly cloudy with a high of 76 for your Tuesday. And I know, Sam, you're looking ahead to Friday. Uh, well, even tomorrow we have soccer, too, as well, out out on the pitch. So we've got two games. So it's, I mean, can't ask for much better than that. Friday looks pretty ideal. Um, 87 as the yeah, afternoon think, high. And so my guess is it'll be a little bit muggy on Friday. I but. think I was looking to, like, 81 at kickoff. I mean, for first game of the football season, can't yep. get much better than that. Yep, it could uh, and no, it certainly could be worse. No rain. No the yeah, no the uh, no of uh, the precipitation. The searching for missing on Maui continues and some are waiting in agony to make contact. You know, it took the national news media 3 or 4 days to get organized. Hawaii is not easy to get to, especially when all of the flights going in are humanitarian flights. Uh, they're flying in. They're flying in with uh, emergency supplies. They're flying out with people who are stranded tourists that were there when uh, fires broke out, and they're trying to get them off of the island. But over the weekend, you did see more of the national news media show up on scene, and we're getting a little better coverage than maybe we once had. The fire, uh, the toll, the death toll is now at 96 Um and only two of those 96 have been identified. So it gives you some idea of the, the level of um, the severity of the damage to those that were lost. There's still a 1,000 people missing. And they are encouraging people in the uh, people who live uh, on the island of Maui to take DNA tests because they fear about the only way they're going to have to be able to identify the remains of a lot of the people that were just incinerated in this fire, um, will be through DNA matching. And mm-hmm. so that's the DNA matching, I think, is faster than uh, perhaps dental. And so they are encouraging people that if they're not on the record, that it might aid in trying to be able to provide some answers. Now, if you are, um, it's like us, you know, as, as soon as this became news last week, we started pulling out pictures of us being at Maui, you know, on our trips there and being at Lahaina. Um, this lady over here loves bookstores. And so we have a picture from in front of the Lahaina Book Emporium that we took. And so I saw other people who have visited uh, the islands before. And, and if you've ever been, you understand how beautiful it is to just see the photographs, the aerial photographs. So with that in mind, I know a lot of people will be led to say, well, what, what can I do to help? Well, obviously, there are international organizations like the Red Cross that uh, we know is a reputable, charitable organization that can help. But now, you should also know that when you donate to something like the Red Cross, remember, you're, you're donating to the overall disaster response globally. The dollar you put in today isn't necessarily a dollar that lands in Maui, but you're always funding an organization that has the ability to respond. So you can do that very easily. Or there's the, I'm going to give you some specific uh, organizations that you can look up online and probably donate to. The Maui Food Bank, the Hawaii Community Foundation, the Maui United Way, and the Maui Humane Society. Those are four, depending upon what your level of uh, benevolence is and what area you're focused on, those, those would give you four opportunities to be able to donate to the people of Maui and just be careful about fake links and scams and all those types of things because unfortunately when these tragedies happen the ne'er-do-wells also come out and try and capitalize on your uh, graciousness and trying to be able to help people so there you go uh, not surprisingly no school in JCPS today and tomorrow you know they canceled after their disaster on Wednesday they canceled Thursday and Friday classes 
but I think many people speculated uh, going to be hard to remedy the to the level of um, that they failed on Wednesday with the transportation system. It was going to be hard to fix those logistics just by canceling two days and then using the weekend. So they will use again Monday and Tuesday. So in essence, I guess technically they went to school on Wednesday to start the year, but then they will miss four consecutive school days before trying on Wednesday. And I'd say there's no guarantee that they will go back on Wednesday, but that's at least the intermediate plan. So I hope they're able to do that and do it well. Three people avoided major injuries after a minivan crashed into a guardrail on the WK Parkway Friday afternoon just before 4. Litchfield Police and Litchfield Fire responded to the wreck at the 100-mile marker, 108-mile marker of the Westbound Parkway. They found a Kia Sedona being driven by Margaret Bischoff of Louisville had struck the end of a guardrail and took out about 75 to 100 feet of the uh, safety device, caused extensive damage to the vehicle, came to rest in the right lane of the parkway. She told police she thinks the tire may have blown out, causing her to lose control. A male passenger suffered multiple cuts to his leg and head but refused medical treatment. They were down closed for a while, but uh, for a short period of time, then reduced to one lane for about an hour as they uh, worked the scene. And so Friday afternoon, you know how much traffic mm-hmm. is uh, on the on the parkway. Some private insurers are balking at paying for the first drug fully approved to slow mental decline in Alzheimer's patients. Uh you know, you probably know someone uh, or you are someone who has a family member who's dealing with uh, Alzheimer's or similar uh, related uh, uh, things. So being able to treat these uh, obviously gets people's attention. Insurers selling coverage in North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and New York, among other states, said uh, they won't cover Lequimby with insurance offered uh, on the individual market and through employers because they still see the $26,000 a year drug as experimental. Their decision stands in contrast to Medicare, which will wind up covering most patients who take the drug. The federal program, uh, the federal coverage program mainly for people ages 65 and older, announced shortly after Liquimbi received full approval last month that it will cover the treatment while still tracking its safety and effectiveness. So... Uh, I was also hearing last hour uh, that a friend of uh, Rick and Bubba, uh, Jordy Henson, diagnosed with ALS, and ALS is one that has riddled people for a long time, you know, no real treatment, uh, no real breakthroughs in treatment, but he said that he's in a trial now that they have uh, shown some some promising results in that it may um, help at least slow down the effects of uh, ALS. So the... uh, Kentucky High School Basketball Hall of Fame inducted their most recent class in Elizabethtown. Uh, Dave Baker was the MC there. I think that happened over the weekend. Fourteen inductees spread from it had a heavy uh, had it had a heavy Louisville presence. But Not surprising, that's where a lot of you know. That's right. They have per capita. They have you know, obviously a lot of people from that area who go on to do big things. Uh, but Tim Mudd from Elizabethtown High School, the girls' basketball coach there, was in that class. And then Charles Big Game Hunter played at Glasgow Ralph Bunchy High from 58 to 62. Adia so Mathis, too. Adia Mathis. Who is a great player in UK. Early Matthew Mitchell years, like about, about 10, 15 years ago. You know, really good high school? Louisville. In the Eastern, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, somewhere in that realm. And then I also learned last week that um, 
the Basketball Hall of Fame is leaving Elizabethtown. I did see that. Is going. They don't know where they're going, but they're going. Lexington, right? Wouldn't you think? Most likely. That's um, what Sweet 16 is. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool if you could almost like corner off an, a section of Rupp Arena and have it be like a, even if it's not a paid admission where you can go, like when you're going to the UK games or going to the Sweet 16, you, you can visit this. This. Did they take out the UK Basketball Hall of Fame when they did the remodel of Rupp? 20 years ago, there was a Hall of Fame at Rupp. I thought it was at Memorial. When did it? No, because oh. I've been there. Um, they had it. It was part of you could go to Rupp Arena, but you could you could go through some type of Hall of Fame. And I think it was just specifically the basketball, uh, men's basketball Hall of Fame. But you're right. In the way that you establish a bourbon trail, you should establish some type of basketball or, trail to where you can visit the high school and then the college. Or it would be cool if they could turn this into some semblance of a of a traveling road show of sorts in like – you know, this Friday night they're at Grayson County High School, and then they go to Apollo next Friday, and then they go to Northern Kentucky the Friday after that, and let take it yeah. to the people. I guess it's um, yes, that's a possibility. The Preakness officials are saying they are considering moving the second Triple Crown race back to four weeks after the Derby, after the Kentucky Derby, instead of two weeks later, which would change the timing that has been in place for decades. A spokesman from Pimlico, where they run the Preakness said it's necessary to take a close look at making changes. He says, discussion around spacing out the schedule of the Triple Crown is nothing new, and we believe the time has come to advance those discussions to the next step. Allowing additional time between the Derby and Preakness would give horses a greater opportunity to prepare and be ready between the Derby and the second leg of the Triple Crown. So basically what they're saying is we're we're getting looked over mm-hmm. because we're squeezed in the middle over a... Do they put three weeks between the Preakness and the Belmont now? It's not. I don't even know that. I can it, tell you. It's not exactly two weeks between. It's, it's been it's so not, long since I've watched the Belmont because it hasn't mattered. That's right. Derby, Derby, two weeks. Preakness, then two weeks. I think they changed that to three weeks now on the Belmont. But if if the Preakness moves back two more weeks, what does that do to the Belmont? So, the same, I mean, I guess the Belmont's still at the point where it their race only matters if the horse wins the first two. Yeah, unless you're from New York, that's, <laughs> or you're yeah. a big horse racing fan. But, that's, but that's right. For us, we I'm not watching it unless there's a horse that has a shot to do the Triple Crown. Churchill Downs was asked. The spokesman for Churchill Downs was asked about them moving, and they were like, "We don't have any comment." They don't. I mean, why does it matter to them, really? Well, I guess what you would, what you want to guard against, though, is you don't want the Preakness saying, hey, "You know what? I think we'll go mid-April." Mm-hmm. That's what you don't want. So I can't imagine them being trusty enough to do that. No, I say. By the way, cut Maryland loose from the United States if they try to jump ahead of the Derby. <laughs> it's just what I'm telling you. They can take the crab cakes and go with them. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Reds got rained out on Saturday, so they squeezed the final two games of the series yesterday, and they split yesterday. Um, they won six to five in the second game or Correct. the first game. Correct. Yeah, they so, won six to five in. Extras in the second game lost four to two. Where do the Reds stand after the weekend then? Uh, about three out. Three out. Some some along the lines of that three three and a half out and uh, play the Guardians this week. So the Guardian, Guardi- Guardians and Blue Jays. The Guardians. All right. Michael McDowell uh, kissed the yard of bricks yesterday. The 38 year old Arizona Arizona driver became a brickyard champ and a member of an elite club. 
He inherited the lead on a on lap 53 and never trailed again. His only other win is the 2021 Daytona 500. I must have missed something when I was going to the Brickyard for 400. It was obviously the 400, but this is being called the Brickyard. 200 is it because of the number of laps. Road course. They changed it to the road course. Okay. Yeah, so it's the Indy road course. They race through the infield and so on. That's a neat road course. I've seen the F1 race there for uh, a few times over the years, and that was that was fun. And um, if you are trying to keep up on the latest web jargon, like you might be communicating with a younger person, you probably know your LOLs. You probably know your ROFLs. You probably know a bunch of you know, BRBs, a TTYL, a K, a whatever. You now need to know I... I want you to keep going see how many you can get. <laughs> I-J-B-O-L. I-J-B-O-L. I don't know that. So it threads the needle. It's I just burst out laughing. Oh. So it threads the needle between LOLing and then getting down on the floor and then rolling. The band. Okay. All right. Yes. So I will never remember that. You won't remember? No. no I'm going to just stick with the good old ha-ha yeah. or emoji it. I go, like, I, I go with the ha-ha when it's like I, I, didn't, I didn't laugh out loud. <laughs> uh, and I didn't expect that you laughed out loud, but this is a little bit, this is a little bit humorous. So I do that one. The LOL amps it up from there. But then now, like I say, it's in that middle ground between laughing out loud, I just burst out laughing, but I'm not yet ready to get down in the floor. And I'm certainly not ready to get down in the floor and watch my derriere fall off. Like that's, (laughs) you know, that's the ultimate when you get down to the floor and roll around and your derriere just falls off and there it is laying there. So... Now you know. I-J-B-O-L. New web slang to um, pay attention to. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Where's Quacky? Day number six coming up here on In the Know. Today is VJ Day. It has nothing to do with MTV or VH1. VJ Day is Video Victory Over Japan Day. The 1945 anniversary of uh, Victory Over Japan in World War II. It is Tattoo Removal Day. So, Sam, even if you had gotten the Papa Bear and the Love Den tattoo on yeah, Saturday, no, you could remove it today. It's Creamsicle Day. Mm. And it is Wiffle Ball Day oh, today. One of my favorites. My buddy Toby and I, we used to just tear up the Wiffle Ball games. Because what we did is we had to. Your t- your your typical Wiffle Ball bat and your typical typical Wiffle Ball they don't really function to the level that you want them to, but you also don't need a f- regular regulation baseball and a regulation baseball bat when you're mm-hmm. in a smaller area. So his yard was one where it was too big for just the wiffle ball, but you couldn't play regulation. So we would take duct tape and just go to make two circles around the outside of the wiffle ball, and then we would duct tape the wiffle ball bat to reinforce it. So it made it, you could hit it further, but you didn't hit it so far that you couldn't find it. Well, see, like we had the, in our backyard, it was, it always drove me crazy because the way we had our baseball field situated in the backfield, you know, our, our fake one, it was right field was really, really deep. And me being lefty, I had, I'd have to hit it a ton, but left field was like a short porch. Be like Houston. So my little brother would have the, the advantage of being right-handed and going and being able to pull the ball every single time where I had to hit it real far. But we would use like 
foam tennis balls as well, and we just call it wiffle ball. And you'd have the, the yellow bat, you know, the real yeah. skinny one, yeah, or sure. then occasionally you'd break out the big fat orange one. And that would be the one where you knew you were in for a good time because you'd be crushing them. They hadn't invented the orange one when I, in my wiffle ball days. Well, did, did but you I will, not have to just use sticks? I will tell you, that, well, we weren't beyond using sticks if we needed to. But we would destroy the regular wiffle ball bat within about 10 minutes. And then we had to tape it up mm-hmm. because, you know, those things would disintegrate. Those cheap plastic things would, well, they, they would splinter. The, they have the junk ball, too, now, which is like where you... Wow. You, there's like a rotation thing on it that you can do it, and you can throw it specific ways, and it'll move. And Sam, it in does my all day, kinds of things. in my day, we just had a simple squirt gun. We didn't have master blaster. We didn't uh-huh. have super nerf soakers. Jar, super soakers. We didn't. We didn't have any of that stuff. We had water pistol that leaked around the back of it because <laughs> mm-hmm. the gasket oh. wouldn't seal properly. Yeah. One of those <laughs> that had the little plastic and, and the little uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And there you can there. see me. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're fancy, but we had all the colors. We had we had sure. green, red, and blue. I'm I sure mean, if you went to the old well, Smirkatil, you, you could get that same one today. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably so. Here are the ten most, and oh, wait a minute, i got to do Where's Quacky. Uh, today is also day number six of Where's Quacky. We will first go back to Friday, and Quacky spent the day at Alexander Hotel on Friday. And, of course, there he is with the word hotel on the floor, so... You know, had to run through the vast list of hotels in the community where Quacky might be hanging out at. And Ashley Nicole Walker knew of, uh, she was drawn from all of the correct responses that Quacky spent the day at Alexander Hotel on Friday. So after spending the weekend on a body of water somewhere, Quacky has now landed Hmm. In a body of water. In a body of water. Here's uh, today's Where's Quacky. It's day number six. And you will find this photograph on our Facebook page, not in the show stream and not in the show thread. Uh, you can put your comments with this photograph in its standalone post. And then tomorrow we may announce you are the latest winner of Where's Quacky, where you will get your very own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. If you've got your phone out and you're watching your screen, you can also point your phone at that QR code and sponsor ducks in the Ducking Hunger Regatta on September 3rd. Is that Labor Day? Yeah. September 3rd. Uh, 4th. 4th. Yes, because September 1 is Friday. I'm a little bit sad that I miss Friday, so I could say hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. (laughs) It was not at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> I'm aware. So, yes. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sure you're you're aware. Uh, so, get busy commenting. Maybe you'll be the next winner. I think I know this one, Sam. I think I got that one figured out. It's not Lake Buckles. No, it is not. We no no fountain in Lake Buckles. We haven't installed that that water feature yet. Here are the ten most and least relaxed cities in America. The most relaxed city is Sunnyvale, California. Now, I didn't look up what part of California a Sunnyvale is, but San Francisco is the second most relaxed city. Alexandria, Virginia at three, Naperville, Illinois at four, Fremont, California at five. Bunch of Californias in the top ten of most relaxed. Sunnyvale sounds familiar. Isn't that like Sunny, a TV show? Sunnyvale's got to be a, a burb uh, of Los a, Angeles LA. somewhere, be my guess. The least relaxed city. Is Detroit, Michigan, yeah. followed by Shreveport, Louisiana, Cleveland, Ohio, is one ninety eight. Sunnyvale is like San Jose, okay, in that area, so the northern portion of California. All right, 
Cleveland, Ohio, 198. Yeah, I can see where that would yeah, be. Probably be number one. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi, a 197. So you got Shreveport, Louisiana, and Jackson, Mississippi in the worst four. New Orleans in the worst five. <laughs> Memphis. Guess because the music never stops, stops there. I guess. Memphis at 195. Killing, Texas at 194. Dayton, Ohio at 193. Augusta, Georgia at 192. That's got to be outside of the golf course. And then Birmingham at 191. Birmingham, Alabama at 191. Least It's in the worst 10 for relaxation. I will tell you, it is funny to watch, you know, when you watch On Patrol Live and you've got <laughs> the cultural differences. So they're in Richland County, South Carolina. They're in Nye County, Nevada. And they're in Toledo, Ohio. And it is funny just to see the different interactions with the people around the country. So the law enforcement officers, they're culturally different, but then the people they're encountering are different. And so it's just funny to to see them side by side in comparison. You go, well, Ohio is different. We need to set it up and do like a, a Grayson County Sheriff's Office version of that. And then you you can be in here as as the as the analyst. I was blessed a long time ago. I in the mid nineties, I got to spend quite a bit of time doing ride alongs, so well, it was I, fun. I think I know somebody from the sheriff's office that that might allow that. I know somebody from the sheriff's office that won't allow it. Yeah, I, well, I, I knew one on one probably because would not a, be the one that a, would let you. He's a contrarian. He might put you in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw this headline this morning: Wawa launches new pizza pies at more than nine hundred locations. Until last week, I had no idea what a Wawa was. Really? Do you know Wawa? Oh, yeah. Okay. So in fact, I can't remember. There's two of those. There's Wawa and another one from that area, and one of them is opening in Florence. Well, there's one opening in Elizabethtown because I saw the story last week. That well, then that they, might be what... They had gotten approval for some site in Elizabethtown, and that made me wonder, like, well, are this is this... Yes, it's got Boone County as well. Is yeah. this Blue Oval related? Like, are they... Did they on the map go... This is an area that's about to explode. Let's go ahead and move there now. Which would probably connect, you know, Boone County, Florence is Amazon. Right, exactly. So that they are, they have more than 900 locations on the Mid-Atlantic and Florida. I'm not sure I knew they were in Florida. So, but my guess is they're kind of just growing down the East Coast Mm -hmm. and down through Florida. But uh, Wawa is a, it's just a convenience store, right? Yeah, I guess it's. It's like a scaled-down Bucky's. It's more of your higher-end convenience store, though. Yeah. Uh, but they're known. Apparently, their sandwiches are actually really, really good. That's what I've, I'd always heard. <laughs> but like, if you go to that area, there's a, Sheets. That's the other one, in that area. And it's kind of like one of those things. If you go into that area of the country, I've learned is your Wawa or your Sheets. You're not. You you, <laughs> you, you pick you pick you pick one. You can't be both. The. The, um, you don't like the name Sheets? I mean, no, it, it's just, all, when I hear Wawa, I'm, like, for me, it's wah-wah. You know, it's yeah. wah-wah. I think a Wawa goes. So don't be crying in your sheets. Call a wambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed the convenience store landscape mm-hmm. seems to be in a period of transition? You know, so you've got the Bucky's factor. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then you got the old. Have you been? No, I've not. I still haven't no. either. I have a feeling um, late September, most likely. Mm. The rocket's closed. 
Um, so you need you need another landmark to stop. Yeah, you got to stop down there anyway, and it's just past the rocket. So ah, okay. See, that'll make sense. Hmm. Well, then soon enough you'll have one within a hop, skip, and a jump. That's right. But I thought that the the playing field of convenience stores was already crowded. You know, you've got the the speedways, and you got the racetracks, and you got the five stars, and you got the Super Americas, and you got the Circle K's, and you got the Thornton's. The Loves. Yeah, you got got Loves, you got Pilot, Mm -hmm. you got, now those are appealing to truckers, got it. Mm -hmm. But then you got Bucky's that comes over the top. No truckers allowed there. That's right, no truckers allowed there. But the worst thing that can happen is you be a five-star at a location where a Bucky's lands. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, you go, let's just lock the doors. Let's just go on. Just there, yeah. So... Is this going to be big fish eating small fish? I, I don't know that it'll... Like, is there room for Wawa is my point. You know, we're, yeah. we're over yeah, there. Is Wawa room for Wawa is not the size of Bucky's. No, yeah, not but, at all. But will it soak... Will, will Bucky soak all of the oxygen? And there's not going to be one on every corner. Of course, well, but, no, like the the good old Speedway in in Smith's Grove is probably not feeling too hot right now, because in about I don't what a year is that how long it's going to take yeah, if even that probably um, they're probably saying let's roll in this last year. Well, and I mean, just the retention of employees. So Bucky's is paying like their pay scale is up there. So, but they're because they yes. just roll people in and well, and you know the other thing. That I've seen on social media is, you know, everybody goes their first time, so they post and all that, but it's just so busy. So unless that busyness wears down, a person like me, okay, I've seen it the first time. This is way too busy for me. I'm going to choose loves or I'm going to choose something mm-hmm. different. Right. I don't need all that. But the beef or nuggets. I all about them. think that they're strategic in a way where Bucky's will have to be careful to not oversaturate an area to where you go there, where you would be tempted to go there weekly. Like, what they need to do is maintain to be a tourist attraction mm-hmm. so that and, and when you been... see one, you have to stop at mm-hmm. one. And they're relying upon enough people to do that yeah. that they can maintain that. But if it's available, like if we had one here and we went, you know, every day for a month, then you probably go, that's too crowded. I'm going somewhere else mm-hmm. because all the tourists come there. Right. Yeah, because it's usually right off the interstate. I mean, you look Richmond and Smith's Grove, perfect locations yeah. yes. for that for that exact reason. And then the one that I think Fort Campbell is getting one, too. So, yeah, the major arteries, mm-hmm. you know, 24, mm-hmm. 65, 75. 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're saying is beaver nuggets? You're putting in a request? That's, I, that's just apparently what everyone is – that's like the – the go-to, you know, that's the Big Mac of Bucky's, I guess, is like the their signature mm-hmm. thing. But are, I you think putting, it's like, are you putting in I, a re- requisition I, I, request for one? I don't know that I necessarily want a full bag, but I'll take a handful. It's, it's like kettle corn. I don't I think. think they sell them prorated. I think you no. buy a bag or you uh-huh. don't get Well, I'm any. saying that if somebody brought a bag and said, here's a little handful of it, okay. I think I'd probably be fine, but I don't know that I... But your hand would have to go in there first. Well, no. You can pour it. You can pour it there. You can pour it. If I brought you a bag, Sam, that had them in there, and my little Paul had already been in there, you would say, smile. You, got, you would you smile the, um, politely, say thank you. I'll eat them later, and I know they will end up in the trash. 
hand sanitizer. <laughs> no, <laughs> what, what would probably happen in that realm was I'd say, hey, Ken Hallett, yes. <laughs> you want some, you want some sweets? And he, I know you do well, Sam. <laughs> he'd, he'd probably eat it if they all rolled on the floor. All right, this one puzzled me because I have so many questions. A Florida man was arrested after he allegedly stole car keys from a baby stroller parked at a Walt Disney World park and rummaged through the owner's car. A uh, Ahmed Snina Orlando was charged with grand theft of a motor vehicle and burglary to a conveyance. So the incident happens July 21. A deputy responded to uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios where security personnel said they had a suspect detained by deputies in the security office. So... Well, I'm going to walk you through this. You may, you'll, honey, you'll you'll know exactly these places, mm-hmm. and I think you'll have the same questions I had. But I'll try and, if you're not familiar, I'll try and lead you through it. Surveillance video showed Snina allegedly taking a baby stroller that was parked in an, an unattended in the France area of Epcot. Okay. Earlier that day, then the 24 year old grabbed several items from the stroller, including car keys to a Kia Sportage. Then the footage showed Sneena walking through the Epcot parking lot where he located the car in the crush section. Deputies said he turned the car on and moved it to a different park, part of the parking lot, and then he allegedly rummaged through the car. He turned it off, left the car keys on the driver's seat, and then he went in his own car to Hollywood Studios where security was waiting for him and he was arrested. You want to know the biggest question I have? What? How did he find the Kia? If he just, like, we leave stuff on the stroller or have over the years that yes. probably we shouldn't have, but we typically think that it's pretty secure. But how would you steal car keys in the World Showcase and then just happen to find the matching car? Would you have to walk around you with the... You would have to. But people who who know the size of those parking lots, I mean, I mean, so if I tried to lock my vehicle from a certain distance because, you know, I, I didn't hear the horn honk or whatever... Mm-hmm. I mean, that distance is really not that far. So you're just sanering around, like sauntering around rather. And that's what made me wonder because, I mean, it's like you could steal any car keys, but the vast number of cars in the parking lot, you would have to walk around a lot or just be really lucky. And why did he move? To find, because he was afraid. They would find out, like they he would walk. They would walk up on him going through the car. So he moved it away from where they would be looking for it, and then rummaged through it, and then ditched okay. it, and then got in his own car and went on. Hmm. So, but he got caught. So lucky to see though, they they saw him in the parking mm-hmm. lot on video, and by the time he got to Hollywood Studios, which ready. isn't that far away, deputies were waiting for him because they have a, a Orange County deputy stationed outside of each park, and so they was right there ready to go. So. Yeah. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to, we took the week off from the water cooler question last week. We'll bring the water cooler question back and we'll have plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know if you're 18 years old, you have about 3,300 weekends left in your lifetime? (laughs) Wow. So that's 63 years. So if you're 18 years of age, you have about 3,300 weekends remaining in your lifetime. So I did the math. I'm trying to think 52 of... weekends a year, so it's 63 years. Okay. Because then I started, I was like, okay, so I said, I know. Started trying to decide how many I have left. One of the 18-year-olds that we know is moving into college today. Oh, yeah, that's right. One Alex Cook. Yeah. Uh, 
Yes, uh, bookstore Alex yeah. moving in today. So Taylor's picture popped up in my memories yesterday. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I moved in yesterday years, as well. Twelve years ago. Thirteen. Twelve. Yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah, I moved in eight years ago yesterday. Uh, what we talked about last week, honey, while you weren't here, we talked about the pile. Oh, hers? Yeah, how she <laughs> had the largest pile. Now I wish I had saved the, that and sent it the, to Sam. Yeah, because she... It was wild. Yeah, we were talking about how, you know, they were unloading everyone, mm-hmm. and then the piles were big until her pile mm-hmm. came out, and it was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, there's the there's the winner. There's the pile. Or the loser, however you want to look at it. <laughs> Here's today's water cooler question up for grabs. Um, Holiday World tickets today. We'll be getting back through the Labor Day weekend, et cetera, coming up, so you'll have some opportunities to... Uh, uh, visit our area theme park. So if you or your household have not won in the last 30 days, you qualify to win. You're going to text your response to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. Holiday World tickets up for grabs. An average person will have 3,135 of these in their life. The average person will have 3,135 of these in their life. So we just talked about how many weekends. I was going to say, well, how many weekends was it? Yeah, so thirty-one thirty-five is about how many you'll have if you're an average person. Give that some thought. At the weekend box office, Barbie and Oppenheimer stay steady at the top of the list. They finish one and two. Barbie at one with another thirty-four million. Oppenheimer with another nineteen million. Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem at three. And Haunted Mansion was at 6, Mission Impossible at 9, Jailer was at 10. I found it interestingly enough to know that, um, by the way, Barbie surpassed Frozen 2 internationally now, which means um, Greta Gerwig is the highest grossing female director of all time because Frozen had a female director, had a, had a, a co-directors. So Greta Gerwig moves through there into that rank. This is the thing that surprised me. Margot Robbie was not the first choice to play Barbie. Gal Gadot was apparently the who was being considered. So my question says Gal Gadot is Barbie energy because she is so impossibly beautiful, but you don't hate her for being that beautiful because she's so genuinely sincere. So I, of course, associate her with Wonder Woman. But my question is, would I guess Gal Gadot would have had to be a blonde. Wear, wear a wig. I mean, uh. yeah. I mean, because you can't have you can't have brunette Barbie, right? Blondie's <laughs> Barbie is blonde. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're yes. Dead. But now the Barbie dolls, though, now they have all kinds of different Barbies. They have, you know, career Barbies, and they do doctors, and they have all them. They have different skin colors and hair colors, but do we still call her Barbie? We do, don't we? Mm-hmm. That's such and such, such and such Barbie. That's So, if they had gone with Gal Gadot, could they have done I don't know. Left her as a brunette? Maybe that's why she was out. Maybe. Maybe she said she couldn't do it. She, Maybe didn't, she want, didn't want to dye her hair because I don't think that she would wear a wig that long. Maybe she said, said she didn't want to be part of the controversy. Mark Zuckerberg, moving on from the CEO fight, says Elon Musk isn't serious. So I guess that's maybe um, all he has to say about that. Derek Huff wants an all-winter season of Dancing with the Stars. So he wants to bring back all the people who won Dancing with the Stars and have one competitive season, like an all-star 
an all-star competition, that might be okay. But well, now some of these were old when they won to begin with. I was going to say some of them. Some of them were lucky wow. to get to the finish line, <laughs> but it might be worth watching. You know, it'd be a who's who. And um, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. Barbers around the world, get ready. There's about to be a mad rush to the barber shop. The mullets are over. Yay. You know why the mullets are over? Morgan Wallen got rid of his mullet. So now that Morgan Wallen has gotten rid of his mullet, every teenage boy everywhere is now going, well, time to get rid of the mullet. On to something else. So, Sam, you can get rid of yours. Congratulations. we got to get to a break. We'll come back, figure out our winner for today, and then we will have our point to ponder chart toppers and more coming up here on In the Know. MV's point to ponder for today. What's the most expensive thing you've broken? What's the most expensive thing you've broken? I kind of struggle trying to come up with my own list. Just setting fire to something, Cal? Um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's okay. not. It was not your fault. I don't well. know that you broke it. So I don't. I don't. Okay. I know what you're going to say. So I don't think you broke it. I think you were just present when it broke itself. Okay. So lawnmower, um, garage door. Garage door. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe you were going to say engine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The old, yeah, uh, the old mm-hmm. uh, busted oil pan yes. deal. I, I, I assume mine was a car. I, it's by, and I don't know how you constitute breaking a car, whether it's an engine it's failure, a transmission failure, a, wreck a crash, a wreck, et cetera. So I guess, well, I guess I mean, that would be my answer then. It was a wreck. but that... I backed out of the garage with my car door open one time. I mm. think that would be broken. That's yeah. not a wreck. It's not an accident. You, Backed out with your car door? Yes, yes, I did, Sam. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was halfway asleep. It was early morning, and yes, I did. Did you break your car door? Uh, it bent it back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess, but it, but it, it would be interesting <laughs> okay to laugh. if no, you I mean, took... If you took... Well, I mean, I ran my bicycle into the... Above the garage door. Mm-hmm. Uh you're just your mind is somewhere else. It was on else. the roof rack, mm-hmm. and I was not thinking about oh. it. I was in a hurry oh. to do something okay. else, and I no. pulled in, and it crashed into I, the I facade. Was trying to picture you riding your bike, and no, I was wondering was being, as to how it, it was being transported. But I, I would be curious to know if we, if we had the time, we could say um, if you put automobiles, if you take automobiles out of the equation, then mm. you'd have to come up with different answers. We might, mm-hmm. you know, get to a different point. The water cooler question was the average person will eat 3,135 of these in their lifetime. Bananas was the answer. Bananas was the answer. We had some several other guesses, too, though, yes, that yeah. were also pretty I misunderstood good. misunderstood the question. I thought you said, like, just have 331, yes. 35 Yeah, you didn't say eat. Oh, I didn't use the word eat. No, you didn't use the word eat because I had underwear. Oh, I see. And I put yeah, school days. <laughs> So, because there's some underwear you can eat, but that's a different story cool. for a different day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 6029. 6029. Congratulations. We'll contact you after the show. 6029. Uh, the Bachelorette is on television tonight. Crime Scene Kitchen, the Fox 2 season, uh, the season 2 finale on Fox. And then usually they get this wrong, but it says on TLC there's a series premiere of 90 Day The Last Resort. Okay. Now, that is not one I'm aware of, okay. so let me so make So that might note. be saying The 90 Day, The Last Resort <laughs> series premiere. How many of those are there? Five couples arrive oh, at a paradise retreat for intensive therapy. 
Is Big like, Ed going to be there? You know, if there's the candidates, Big Ed is one. Yeah, I don't know any of the characters except for Big Ed. So he's just my go-to. Like if I need to have a conversation about 90 Day, I say, oh, you know, Big Ed, he's my favorite. Oh, he mm, he shouldn't be your favorite. He's not? No. Well, okay, d- d- give me the name of one that should be my favorite oh, so I can talk my way okay. through. Okay, I'll have to report back. Okay. Tim. Do. Tim. Tim should be your favorite. Tim? Okay. Tim. Tim. And Veronica. All right. They're good. Is he Big Tim, Little Tim, just normal just normal Tim? Normal Tim. All right. Today's highlight in history. This day in 1945, President Truman announced that Imperial Japan had surrendered unconditionally during World War II. The Oregon Territory was created this day in 1848. Pakistan became independent of British rule this day in 1947. Birthdays today. Dash Cross is 85. Connie Smith is 82. Steve Martin is 78. Okay, we're not playing any Connie Smith today? No. Well... Well, not for her birthday. She might be on Chart Toppers. Cincinnati, Ohio. She's not on Chart Toppers. It's her birthday. Steve Martin is 78. Daniel Steele is 76. Gary Larson is 73. Marsha Gay Harden is 64. Magic Johnson is 64. By the way, I want to tell you, the guy that plays Magic Johnson on Winning Time is a phenomenal actor because I'm convinced he is Michael, that, that he is Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, when I watch him, I think that's, that this, I am watching the real version. It was as if I was there. He does an outstanding job. Halle Berry is 57. Mia, Mila Kunis is 40. And uh, Tim Tebow is 36 today. Gone but not forgotten. Ernest Thayer in 1863. Know what Ernest Thayer wrote, Sam? You're more likely to know it than her. Casey at the bat. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Earl Weaver in 1930. David Crosby in 1941. James Horner in 1953. Famous composer of great movie scores. Chart toppers. Let's go to Mighty Casey has struck out. Mighty Casey has there is no joy in Mudville for Mighty Casey has struck out. Bing Crosby swinging on a star, number one in forty four. Long funny ears kicks up at anything you hear. Okay, uh, we got to hurry today. KSR starts early today, so we got to oh, right. get out of the way. Uh, Frankie Lane, I believe, was number one in fifty three. Little Eva was number one with the locomotion in 1962. I was going to give Little Eva a chance to play, but does uh? I know you get to like it if you give it a chance now. All right, John Denver, Take Me Home, Country Road, 71. I really wanted to play that one. Olivia Newton-John, Magic in 1980. Timber, I'm Falling in Love, Patty Loveless in 89. Aerosmith, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was number one in 98. Beautiful Girl, Sean Kingston in 07. And Sia and Sean Paul, Cheap Thrills, number one seven years ago today. Pretty solid chart topper. Yeah, not bad. Uh, sorry we didn't get to more of them. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. There are no shortcuts to any place worth going. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition for, of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. <laughs>